Good evening, Anka. This is Buckets. As always, we have Familia. We've got Brayden and Double A Aaron. Hi. Yeah. Hi. Hi. So tonight is one of the favorites of mine. And I know Double A is itching to do this one. We should have done this ages ago, but caught up in another world. Uh, okay. So tonight's topic is all about cinemas. First and foremost, I want to welcome. New subscribers, current subscribers and viewers. Um, this one is going to be a fun pod. It's a super quick fun pod, so let's shoot it out. Okay, so cinemas have been around for many, many years due to its popularity, but now that streaming services are available, not many people are going to the cinemas. First question is, will cinemas be a thing of the past with streaming services being more popular today than ever before? Go. Um, I, I, I think you're always going to have um, a need for cinemas eventually. I'll get a bit closer to the camera because I'm being nudged forward like this. <laughs> um, you know, but I, yeah, I, I think you're always going to kind of need cinemas and there's always going to be a place for cinemas. Um, like, for example, uh, I, I don't know if anyone's actually been to a drive-in cinema before. There's always going to be that need for cinemas, need for on, on the screen. Um, I do admit that during COVID, um, a lot of people couldn't see cinemas um, due to the fact that everyone had to stay home and they've lost a lot of revenue because of that. But I think um, there's always going to be a place for cinemas, even if they lose money. I think for me, um, cinemas are still... They're not, well, they are relevant, but they're not relevant because I think some movies people will go and see and pay money for. But if you notice, as soon as you go see the movie, in about three months later, either Disney's viewing it, um, you have Stan, you have Netflix, you have Paramount Plus and Binge. They're all showing the same movie on different streaming platforms. I think... Are they a thing of the past? Mm, yes and no. Brayden, what do you think? Um, I think that, I think over the past, like, five, ten years, cinemas have been on a decline, but I think that also, I think with COVID, COVID pretty much sped up its inevitable kind of days of ending you know what I mean like you know I think a lot of people aren't thinking about cinemas a lot of people aren't thinking about going to the movies anymore and yeah you know they're just like well I have all these streaming problems why can't I just watch new releases that go on there instead of having to physically go to a cinema and pay for like you know, and you look at the um, confectionery, that's so expensive. Mm-hmm. You know, you're paying, like, upwards of, like, $20 for a thing of popcorn, like mm-hmm. $10 for a drink. God knows how much everything else is. But, yeah. It's, mm. What about you, Adam? I do th- oh, go. sorry. Sorry, I do think that they've had their time. Yeah. I... I do, I do agree with you. I think there's, there are, they are a downwards decline because, as you said, popcorn is what $20, $30. Mm-hmm. 
like, you know, ca uh, can or bottle of Coke is what, $15, $10, you know, food, chocolates, chips, lollies. You might as well, like, go to the supermarket for that. Yeah. Aaron, what do you think? Sorry, excuse me. Um, it's, it's like half and half for me because, like, it's really nice to go to the cinema and, like, sit down and watch a movie. But it's like with all these streaming platforms, why would you want to pay, like, loads of money to go and see a movie in the cinema where you can just sit at home and watch it, like, on your TV? Yeah. It's like, yeah. I, I personally just think it just comes down to experience. So in a cinema, you can get uh, extra, um, you can get uh, ex extra big surround sound. So an aeroplane actually sounds like a real aeroplane. Um, like I'll, I'll give you an example, Top Gun. So Top Gun 2. Oh, yeah. um, or I'll give you an even better example. Um, are you right? Yes, having a bit of hate. Um, Elvis, Elvis has come out, and yeah. I was expecting that movie to be absolutely terrible because I've seen all the yeah. Elvis movies. And when I saw Elvis at the movies, I, it literally felt like mm. I was at an Elvis concert, and it was an amazing yeah. movie, and I loved it. And, and I started to watch and hear more of Elvis's music purely based on the, the last version of, um, of Elvis that just came out. Um, so yeah. I, I, I really think that it's all about the experience. Yeah. Whereas at home, yeah. a lot of that experience is kind of taken away because even though you might have a really expensive television, you may not have a sound bar. Yeah. Because that would basically improve the experience. You may not be able to turn up the volume up as high as you want because you you yeah. have an apartment um you know there's noise complaints you don't have those sort of problems and um <laughs> even though you might have really comfortable seating um and your fridge the fridge just might be right next door to you um it's kind of it, going to a place with your friends really does feel yeah. like you're leaving the house and doing something so yeah, it feels yeah. like you're actually going out on an outing, so to speak. So that's why I think that even though, um, you know, popcorn is more expensive and it's more expensive to actually go see a cinema, I don't think they'll just completely get rid of it because it's still considered an outing. For me, yeah. I think if you're going to go, like for me and Philip, we went to, as Philip said, we went to see the Elvis movie. And it's phenomenal, but you're paying for two tickets for two people, two adults, right? Middle seating, all for what, $45? Is it worth it? Sometimes it is, sometimes it isn't. You might as well go to the supermarket, grab yourself a, a microwavable popcorn, grab some chips or maybe some chocolate, you know, cup, a 1.25 litre Coke or Fanta or a lemonade, some biscuits, get on your streaming service and sit back, turn the volume up and just kick back because technically you're going to the supermarket, you're paying $30, $40 for everything. Why pay for that ticket? I mean, sure, the Elvis movie is great, but um, 
you know, thinking about going to see the Top Gun Maverick movie, that's going to be another thing because, you, again, you're paying $45 for two people in the middle seating and you're buying stuff from the supermarket. Eventually, I think, as Braden said, because of COVID, now pre-COVID, I think it's eventually not now, but give it another, say, 10, 15, maybe 20 years. Cinemas will all close down. You won't have them anymore. And they'll be like, it'll all just be streaming. It'll all just stream it all out. Just one thing I'd just like to point out. I'd I, I just like to point out that hotels and motels um, already had uh, licenses from um, direct directors and um, studios themselves. Um, if they wanted to basically watch a movie that was currently out. And I actually remember um, I, I travelled on um, an airline, I think it was Malaysian Airlines actually, um, when I went overseas, and I actually watched um, a movie that had only just been released in Australia two days earlier on an actual plane, um, which means that the airline had the licence to play that movie legally on all their airlines. So you could, you can, if you want to, there are ways that you can actually watch a movie um, that gets re- released relatively soon, then and there, you, you legally kind of thing, without pirating, pirating them or even streaming them for that matter. There, there are ways. Next question I have for you guys is, will cinemas be... Oh, sorry. Why pay money to go to the movies when you could watch it directly uh, via either Disney, Netflix, Stan, or Amazon Prime, or either another way of getting a pre-ordering a movie is by iTunes, which I tend to do sometimes. Mm. I mean, why? As I, as we as we're talking here, why go pay money when eventually yeah. in a month you you go get an iTunes card from the supermarket, pre-order it, you've already paid for it. Get it on Disney, Amazon Prime, Netflix, Stan, Binge, whatever you call it, Paramount Plus. I mean, all these streaming services like Binge is new to me. Paramount Plus isn't so new. Why pay more? I mean, Brayden, would you pay more for, you know, to go see a movie who's got, what, five people in it, ten people who, you know, and then you know you're never going to go back to see it? Um. Honestly, I think it depends on the experience. I think it depends on, like, why you're going to the movies. But if if it's not, like, something that's kind of big or, you know, not something that you really, really want to see, and you're just like, yeah, I just want to see it, I want to see it, whatever, then, like, yeah, like, why not just download it, pre-order it, watch it, um, at the comfort of your own home. Yeah. Because there's so many more movies that you can access through Binge, you know, and yeah. Paramount Plus and so, and so on and so forth. Because you've got movies that are from, like, overseas that never get put on here in the mainstream culture. <laughs> you know, that's, that's yeah. quite amazing. Yeah. Well, I, well I, I actually noticed that since COVID actually happened and all of this um, 
purchasing of movies that go straight to video or straight to Netflix or straight to Disney. Um, what's happened because of that, um, a lot of foreign movies that come from China or uh, come from Russia or uh, come from Korea or come from Japan are now starting to become the mainstream now because um, no one could be bothered downloading them. So they just, they need a place to be seen. So that's becoming the new mainstream. Mm. I'm, I'm actually noticing. Yeah. And I remember I was with Kat, we were going to the, we went to the movies together and there was only one Western movie in a bunch of nine um, Asian movies. Um, yeah. And every other movie was subtitled. Mm. And that was at events, I think. What do you think, Aaron? Do you, would you pay money to go to the movies when you can just wait for it to come down and then just watch it on your streaming service? I mean, is it worth I think, it? I think people pay for the experience of going to the cinema now, like regardless of of what movie it is, really. And then, yeah, like yeah, it's just it's for the experience, basically, like. You know, but like for me, like, like if I had the choice, I wouldn't pay that amount of money to mm. to go to the to to the cinema to see a movie, really. Like, let's take a let's take a look at this right for my next yeah. question, which is, um, do you? believe or do you think that have the foreign film industry completely taken over mainstream western films because obviously when it comes to things like academy awards or oscars or golden globes um um, you see a lot of foreign films being introduced in one do you think a lot of like you know foreign films like different you know culture do you think that like some people prefer because we all come from a diverse multicultural background and sometimes we don't want to go see a boring movie, but we want to go see something that we understand and we know will be fun. But would you go see a foreign film? Well, there have been so many great foreign films before and uh, whether we choose to acknowledge it or not, but American movies, if they're shown here, are effectively foreign movies. It's just that no one sees them as foreign movies because they're in English. But I've seen yeah. Catching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, and that whole movie was in Cantonese. Uh, yeah. And that was a great movie. I loved it. I, 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 I still love watching that movie. It was, it was a really great movie. And I really don't mind watching foreign movies if they've got subtitles on them. And I, I, I kind of feel that sometimes the foreign movies, they're just a little bit deeper. Like the, they have more meaning. They have, yeah, they have just a bit more meaning. And I really like that about movies that kind of immerse you into um, the cinema and make you think as if it's like soul food or something like that. I, I really like that about movies that really make you feel something. And I feel that a lot of foreign movies actually do do that quite well where a lot of western movies they don't really do that it's just like either like action uh movies where 
you know, Arnold Schwarzenegger just shoots off an exit or something like that, um, you know, or, or um, drama where, um, you know, they make you feel depressed a bit. Or what I really hate is um, uh, chick flicks where you've got basically um, the same old story where it's like, oh, a girl meets up with a, a guy and then the guy breaks falls up with love. the girl and falls in love and then they get back together and it's always like a basketball jock or a football jock and um, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And it's the same story. I think you call it a romantic comedy, only it's not really funny. Um, but- <laughs> For me, I remember, like here's the thing, right, I remember going to Philip and finally seeing House of Gucci and I felt, honest to God, I felt transported to Italy, like all these beautiful sights and you're sitting in an Australian cinema and all you can feel is like going, oh, I'm so there, I can just smell that coffee, I can just taste the food. It's just a luxury. Like that. that's why I want to know, do you think foreign films are the way to go, Brayden? Um, yeah, yeah. There's this YouTuber, um, there's this content creator, her name is Kenny JD, and she has a series called Bad Movies and a Beat, and she would watch bad movies while putting her makeup on, and, like, some of them are, like, foreign films, and they are, like, and the foreign films she's done, like, are so far gone in instance of like chaotic chaotic energy and um just craziness and honestly like foreign films I've learned have deeper meaning. They they don't I think it's the fact that like Western films are almost constricted into this like kind of format that's very formulaic. Whereas I feel like foreign films just go completely off the border like yeah yeah like anywhere like anything can be done and I think that's what makes them so special and so memorable in my opinion I love that I love that I love that what about you Aaron um well to be honest I've never watched a foreign film in the cinema um but yeah I'd I'd definitely go and see like a, a a foreign film and I'd like to be transported to, like, different countries and cultures and stuff, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Like, take James Bond, for example. You can't tell me some parts weren't yeah. filmed in London or oh, yeah. not in, in different parts of England. And that's what I love about foreign films is, as you and um, Brian have said, it, it's just about transportation and feel. It's, it's like being a foodie, but on a different level. When you're watching a different movie, it's like a deeper meaning. It's like soul-bearing. It's romantic. It's funny. It's dangerous. It's, dare I say, kinky. <laughs> Didn't you notice that a lot of foreign films are, like, really kinky? Um, and things like that. That's what I love about it. That's what comes down there's, to my next question. Is there's what? a Spanish, sorry, sorry. There's a Spanish film. It's called Pieles. It's but Pierre is, is skins in Spanish. Yeah. It just there's there's a girl. It, it, it's quite terrible. Um, you know, it's it's a bit scarring to watch. But you know, just putting that out there. Yeah, 
let's just say there's a girl that has a butthole for a mouth and a mouth for a butthole. Ew, that, that's a movie. <laughs> <laughs> that's a movie. Someone just how, how does how do these yeah, ideas? It's like it's like yeah. It's like I got an idea. I like buttholes. You like buttholes. Let's just put the two together, and we'll have a butthole, butthole, and we'll make a butthole of a movie with a butthole of cash. How did this even get sold? How did how do they even sell this idea to directors? If, if that if that movie can get sold, then there is truly hope. Yeah. In world. Oh yeah. Yeah. Here's here's the next question I have: Is what do cinemas need to do in order to revive their lost market? What, uh, Braden? What do cinemas need to do in order to revive their lost market? Um, what would you want them to do? Like, here's, I want to, I want to look through it through your eyes. What, what do you need cinemas? What do you want cinemas well, well, to do? Well, okay, so one thing, like one company did. So I don't know if you remember um, the not the last Ghostbusters, but the Ghostbusters before that, the one where women uh, are female and um, yeah. I think um, Hemsworth was in it as well. Um, but, um, the, yeah, that one, the thing is about that is that that went really, really bad, not because it was a bad movie, but because people were basically protesting against it because they saw it as um, too politically driven because all the Ghostbusters were female. So they saw it as too So one way of recovering their costs was they got Kellogg's to buy all the tickets in the United States. And so if you wanted that movie, you actually had to buy, um, I think it was Fruit Loops, um, and you could cut out um, a um, cardboard coupon and that cardboard coupon could be taken to a cinema. So that's actually one way that, um, cinemas were legally able to recoup the costs by selling all the tickets to a breakfast cereal company. That was that was one way of doing it. But what do you think, Brayden? Through your own eyes and thoughts and feelings, what do you, what do cinemas need to do in order to you know revive their market, revive movies and that cinematic romantic experience and that fun experience again? Um. Mm, I don't really know. Like maybe because it's been a long time since I've been to a cinema. Like I think like a while before even COVID came along. Yeah. So it's been it's been a good few years. Um, but for us, cinemas. I mean, for us, you know, someone who's in her forties, you know, things like that, getting older. Mm. Back in the day, cinema was all the things for us. Like. We went with our families. We went with our friends. We went on our own. We went when we were dating. We went when we were just bored. And, you know, it was, oh, we didn't, we had VHS tapes. We didn't have anything like DVDs or streaming services. You know, what, what, what would you want through your eyes for cinemas to do in order for you to go and have a great time? Can I say something about that? So I had a friend of mine called Adam sure. who actually worked at um, um, George Street Cinemas. And he said that, um, he would hate having to clean up aisle, I think it was oh. D, because that's where all the teenagers would make out and shit like that. Um, and um, there were quite a few spillages from there. Yeah, but 
What do you think, Brayden? I don't know. Like, um, like what's the target market for cinemas? Like how, like when you when you see see cinemas being advertised, how are they being advertised? Because maybe that's why they're losing out on revenue because they're not targeting like they're not their target market. Maybe isn't you know is kind of flailing by you know like a lot of you know the people that used to go to cinemas back in your day are like old and all <laughs> like you know <laughs> like I remember I remember when I went to the cinemas being younger like a lot of the teenagers kind of went there and stuff so maybe like is it maybe it's the marketing I don't know like take for example Minions, the rise of Gru is definitely for oh, yeah. people yeah, who are yeah. mainly put for children. The Adams mm. Family cartoon, children. The Elvis mm. movie, people for like myself and people who are in their like 40s and 50s all the way to 90s and up because everybody like I was born at the end of 81. I was not in the Elvis era, but I grew up listening to Elvis. And I fell in love with him. So obviously you have different sets of movies. James Bond was like for the spy thriller kind of person. As I said back then in our days, the movies was used to mark out and teenagers, young adults use that mm. as sort of it was dark and you know sexually driven and crazy. Can, can I say something? Um, I think a, a lot of the biggest problem with our movies today is that I think they're too politically correct. Yeah. And um, because they're too politically correct. They're losing a lot of um, their target market, market unfortunately. Um, so, like, there are certain movies that would be perfectly fine in the eighties that you could just never make today um, because they'd either be too violent or too sexist or or whatever. Um, and I, I also think that a lot of uh, groups, like feminist groups, for example. They're doing exactly what China has been doing for decades, which is they're trying to sell an image or a meaning or um, a lesson. And one of the reasons why Western movies were so popular in China was because Western movies didn't try to sell you a lesson. Mm. They just went on entertainment alone, whereas Chinese movies tried to sell you a lesson. Like if you look at a standard Chinese um, Chinese movie and what they're trying to sell, um, it's always about honor or morals or or mm. values or whatever, um, or 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 something that that you can teach someone something, whether yeah. it's an adult or a child or or whatever. Um, so few um, Chinese movies don't have a lesson behind there. Um, and I feel that the more um, Western movies bring on the um, idea that you can, you're, you're supposed to be teaching um, a group of people something, the more your viewership will diminish and they'll just go to um, different mediums, like they'll watch something on Netflix, for example. So I, I think that's a, a major reason why, um, cinemas are losing a lot of business because they've forgotten who their target market actually is. What about you, Aaron? Through your eyes, what do cinemas need to do in order to revive their lost market? 
Uh, I think they need to advertise the the movies more. Like there's there's some movies that are in the cinema like like most people have not heard of. You know, so, because it's, they've not advertised them well enough. So I, th- I think if they advertise like all the movies they have coming up in the cinema, I think more people would go to the cinema and watch a movie. Yeah. Final question. Um, here's to all of us asking this. Will cinemas finally fade on to obscurity within... Five, 10, 15, maybe 20 years? No, I don't, I don't think it personally will. I think um, that there will always be a place in people's hearts for um, cinema. I can certainly see it decreasing in sales, but I can't see it yeah. being completely wiped off the planet. What about mm-hmm. you, Brady? Um, no, I, I as much as we've we're so technologically advanced, I actually don't think that they will because nostalgia sells better than sex. Yeah. Nostalgia, I think a lot of people love the nostalgia nostalgic factor. So even though even though people in my generation, like we went to the cinemas as kids, we'd probably grow up and, you know, going to the cinema to feel that childhood experience or something like that. And, you know, maybe there'll be people like us who will take our kids to the cinemas to to have them understand what we felt like. So it's kind of like that thing, you know. Yeah, it's with a lot of things. Hmm. Aaron? Mm -hmm. Uh, What was the question again? Sorry. (laughs) Good question. Will cinemas finally fade out into, oh, yeah. um, into decline? Ooh. Or what do you think? Or I, they'll stay around? I, I don't, I don't think the, the, they, uh, they'll fade out completely. Um, it's like, I think, I think it comes down to personal choice now, you know? Like, do, do you want to pay that much to go to the cinema and watch a movie um, um, when you can just switch the TV on and watch it at home. You know what I mean? So, yeah, it's, it's, it's like half and half. Maybe they have faded out slowly now, but, you know. I, I tend to be on um, the side of, you know what, maybe um, we'll probably yeah. let, make less movies and just have more um, more series because if mm. you look at say Disney or Netflix or Amazon or any of the other streaming services, uh, what they tend to be doing is they'll they'll make um, little series, but say a seven part series every single week because yeah. you will constantly buy that per month. And one of the th- really annoying things I hate about uh, Disney is that they, when they came out with the Obi-Wan Kenobi series, I, I loved the Obi-Wan Kenobi series, and that could have been its own movie in itself, except they didn't allow it to be a movie of itself. They just turned it into a seven-part series because they wanted you to have, instead of renting out um, 
you know, Disney per year um, or renting it um, month by month by month. They wanted to give you a reason why you should hang on to Disney um, for longer periods of time. And I kind of feel that that's exactly what Netflix is going to do. And that's probably going to be the future of film, which is instead of seeing one movie at the cinemas, you could, it'll be cut into um, episodes. That's probably what's going to happen. But I still think that there is a need for film somewhere down the line. Because, I mean, they, it makes millions and millions and millions of millions of dollars in a single day. So they're not going to say no to that. What about you, Aaron? Do you think cinemas will finally fade on to obscurity, like give it maybe uh, five, 10 or 15 uh, years' time? I've already answered that question. Yes, you, that lost you. Went <laughs> oh, away. sorry. I didn't yeah. get sorry. So, uh, do you want me to answer it again? Okay, so um, will cinemas finally oh. fade out to obscurity? Uh, I, th- I think uh, I, th- I think they probably faded out slowly already because it comes down to personal choice now if you want to pay like that much to go and see a movie in the cinema. It's like, well, um, well, why pay like so much like money to go to the cinema when you can just switch the TV on and watch it like from home? You know, so it's like I, I think they've slowly faded out already. And Brayden, Brayden, you said that um, you don't think it's going to fade out anytime soon, like within well into the future. Like, like, look, it's it's faded out, but I think that you know there'll be periods of nostalgia for it, so. For me, I think, how can I say this? I feel it could possibly fade out. The reason I'm saying this, and this is just my opinion, but with all the streaming services that I've mentioned, right, Disney, Amazon Prime, Netflix, Binge, Stan, Paramount Plus, there are new streaming services popping out left, right, and center. Will they fade out? I think so because even though as... You, you three boys said that there's a nostalgia factor. I think, you know, when COVID, everything shut down and money was being made now, once again, we're having to enter the COVID period of, you know, strains coming out. You know, I think in time, with the streaming services becoming more and more and more and more popular, the movies we love at the, at the movies as kids and now adults within a month or three months, I think give it five years, they'll just be a thing in the past. They'll stay there. Don't get me wrong, they'll be there. But will people want them? Maybe. Will people just go, oh, you know, why go to the cinema, pay that much money? I'm just going to wait for it. People are working, they have kids. You know, they don't have time for a date night. They just want to go shopping, get some popcorn and chocolates and chips and drinks and yeah, but kick like, back. But the thing is, like, um, are we growing up into a generation where, you know, you just want to stay at home all day? And that's simply not healthy. Yeah. Um, and so part of growing up is going to places like cinemas, which is which are relatively safe places to go. Um, and parents have no issue with their kids going to cinemas with their friends. Um, and to be perfectly honest, it's actually a lot safer than other places. Mm. Um, so for that reason, I don't think that they'll just disappear. I think they'll always kind of have 
um, a market somewhere. They may have to change it up a bit, like maybe um, have more 3D um, cinema stuff or um, I heard something, something called 4D, which is they spray a bit of water on you and stuff like that to yeah. get you into the... Um, you know, feeling that you're in a canoe in the cinema and you're feeling the, the water across your face or even uh, allow the, the the chair to vibrate a bit so you feel like you're in a car crash. Um, but, um, you know, the, I think um, I, the cinemas are here to stay. Um, they just have to change their business model a bit and they will. You know? Well, yeah. Excuse me. Sorry, hay fever. Um, so yeah, I think, I think in time, the more we age, the more I think it'll become a nostalgic trip to the movies with our mm. kids and nieces and nephews and grandparents and parents and friends and just sort of see one movie. They go, oh great, I'll, I've seen it. For me, I think it was the Elvis movie was the highlight of my year. I do mm. want to see it again, but probably not at the movies. I'll probably wait for it to drop to either Netflix or Amazon Prime or somewhere else, and then I'll wait for it to drop to DVD. I think mm. I think it's too long of, of a movie to sit in the cinema again and watch it. I think. Yeah, I think so too. About oh, three yeah. hours. I I just like to say yeah. something uh, from a psychological point of view. Um, there's something called the. Um, Emotional contagion, which was first stipulated by um, Carl Jung. Um, and yeah. basically what that actually is, is uh, it, it basically stipulates that um, emotions are basically contagious. And so when you have, uh, you're in a, a movie, say it's a comedy, if there's a joke being made and you hear everyone else laugh, then you'll laugh as well, even if you don't even get yeah. the joke. So for that reason, like it's a lot better to go to a cinema mm -hmm. because you'll just feel happier um, yeah. going because you're with people that are happier around yeah. you. And I think that's better than staying at home and watching a movie and being depressed. Yeah. So that's for that reason. And it's the same reason why cinema advertising actually does work because um, it amplifies the message just as much, as, a bit more so than, say, a television would. Um, and I think that's kind of what we as humans kind of need, which is to be around people who are happy. So I, 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 if you suddenly wipe out all the cinemas, you're going to be making a lot of people depressed very, very quickly. Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah. I think that there definitely is a need for cinemas. And even mm -hmm. though you do have streaming services everywhere, as Kat said, um, I don't think you'll really have anything that quite replaces a cinema. That's mm -hmm. my two cents. Wow. Well said. Very wise. Mm -hmm. Alrighty, guys. Thank you so much for tonight. Thank you very much for coming. And to the subscribers and viewers, you know where it's at. Come on, boys. Yes, right down there. Right, make an effort and subscribe. Okay. <laughs> See, there's a thing called cat space. See that circle there? That was genius, Braden's mind making that logo. See that logo? That and you'll break logo? his heart if you don't yeah. subscribe because yeah. the See, the, work see the thing that says subscribe? That was put into that. Yeah, that was a lot of effort. So click yeah. on the subscribe button.
where Aaron's showing you. Um, and next to it, there's a tiny little thing called Bell. Click on that. Brayden, would you like to tell them what that bell does? Um, that bell notifies you when we upload. Yeah. And um, it, it's not an alarm bell, so it's not going to wake you <laughs> up at 6 o'clock in the morning. So just click it. Just do it. Just do, just it. do it for just us. Do it. Do, do it for the world. And tell us what you th- and tell us of what you think of cinemas and the nostalgia factor, what your favorite movies were, and do you think streaming services are, you know, sort of overpowering, overtaking the nostalgia of movies? And would you spend a lot of money to go to the movies? Let us know in the comments. Send us some love and some likes as well. Don't forget to tell your friends. We are on TikTok. TikTok.com slash at Hello Casper. We have an Instagram page. And Brady will show you all about that when he gives us a video back. And we don't know what the next topic is, but we're working on it. We promise. But if you've got any ideas, send them our way. Yeah. Because we'd love to plagiarize them. Yep. Yep, 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 yep. And um, if you're in Wales, don't forget to check out Aaron's radio show. Uh, Yes. And um, if you're in Australia... You know how it's at. <laughs> See the sites. Watch, watch our shows. See the sites. Go to the beach. Yep. And watch our videos. Stay safe. <laughs> Stay safe. Wear a mask. Wash your hands. God bless each and every one of you. Thank you so much for tuning in. Until next week. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye. Bye.